Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all. What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half-dinosaur, half-digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat. Podcasting from an old barn in Pflugerville. You may know me from the Lucy Wow Podcast, where Lucy and I have amazing adventures in the world of building. But if not, let me give you a quick rundown of who I am. My name is Kapow. I was invented by Lucy Wow. My parts are all tools, so as long as I'm around, you can fix or build anything. And last but not least, I can play music out of my butt. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. It's been said that with great power comes great responsibility. So in your part, Boombox, it's your responsibility to know about music. I make it my business to know all the artists and genres of every era, from Madonna to Mariachi, from Bolero to Beyonce. I know my tunes. But even if you don't have a body part that plays polka, I bet you still know about K-pop. In the last few years, K-pop has left its home in Korea and reached every corner of the planet. But how did it get so big? And how was it invented in the first place? Well, let's take a look. K-pop comes from South Korea, where before the 90s, most of their national entertainment was just an imitation of American or Japanese pop culture. But following South Korea's lift on travel restrictions for its citizens in 1988, it became easier for South Korean artists to travel and see new sorts of art from all over the world. This inspired them to try new things, and soon South Korea was home to something totally new, K-pop. Let's take a quick break to talk about the term K-pop. Short for Korean pop, this term became popular in the 2000s. Previously, South Korean pop was called Gayo. Another term you should know is stans. This is what K-pop fans are called. Stans are notoriously obsessive about keeping up to date and supporting their favorite groups. Now, back in the 90s, a trio called Seo Taiji and the Boys were the first artists to combine American rap with Korean lyrics. They premiered this new sound on a TV talent competition, but it didn't go great. They were too new and the judges didn't know what to make of them. But unlike the judges, the audience at home loved them. 
So even though they lost the talent competition, Seo Taiji and the boys became immediate stars. Their song, I Know, shot to number one on South Korean charts and stayed there for 17 weeks. Soon, copycats began streaming in as the entertainment industry tried to churn out the next big thing. This was the beginning of what's known in Korea as idol culture. Idol culture was centered around artists who were recruited during their teen years and then trained by companies to dance, sing, and do just about everything else. Their entire image was created and controlled by corporations to appeal to the biggest possible fan base. These corporate-made idols exploded in popularity in the 2000s. Idols came in various flavors, but the all-male K-pop idol groups were generally the most popular. Then, in 2012, idol culture was changed by an unlikely source, a K-pop rapper named Psy. The lead single from his sixth studio album, Gangnam Style, went viral, becoming the first YouTube video to reach 1 billion views ever. A song about the lifestyle of the Gangnam district of Seoul, Psy played up the imagery of a perfect girlfriend from the rich area, paired it with insanely catchy rap lyrics, and a music video that was pure silliness. <laughs> People loved it. Gangnam Style was so far removed from the refined idol image other groups had worked so hard to portray that it changed everything. The evolution of K-pop continues today, where it has culminated in the success of one of the biggest sensations from South Korea of all time, BTS. The chart-topping septet has broken records and stereotypes in both their home country and abroad, making huge strides for the K-pop industry as a whole. For instance, in May 2018, BTS's album debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. I'm a huge BTS stan, by the way. <laughs> BTS has made it their business to sing about more serious matters than the earlier idols. Matters such as relationships, societal pressures, and having a dream and pursuing it. The group also challenges K-pop history with their willingness to talk about things like mental health and politics. They've achieved a level of international fame that constantly produces trending Twitter hashtags and a truly massive army of fans. Along with BTS, groups like the all-female Blackpink have taken K-pop beyond the idea of corporate idol creations and into the realm of international pop artists. Y'all know I stand for Blackpink. K-pop is now ranked at number 6 among the top 10 music markets worldwide thanks to BTS and Blackpink and shows no sign of slowing down. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another episode of Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow and I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville. It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil Ol' Me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. <laughs> Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go! Do 
Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.